Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to the Health 101 podcast. On today's episode, we will be joined by the author of the number one bestseller, Second Opinion, an introduction into health sociology, Joanne Germov. Congratulations, Joanne. This is amazing. Thank you. Yes, I'm very passionate about this topic. It is truly well written. So, Joanne, please tell us what inspired you to write this book. I had started collecting data among socioeconomic groups and the difference in their health and well-being to study how egalitarian Australia was as a country. After collating the data, it was concerning how in Australia we have such a strong health system, yet we still have results that show inequality and this is affecting the overall health of individuals. I was then inspired to produce this book to educate people on how social influence affects one's health and choices. So... What is health sociology and why do you think it is important that people are educated within this topic? Good question. Health is not simply the outcome of bad choices or bad genes, but a combination of the interaction between society and health that can contribute to the choices we make. In my research, I found that 55% of our living and working condition contributes to our life expectancy compared to only 5% from our genes. These statistics show how we must, have to, we must have a strong focus on improving our communities and surrounding environments if we want to have a healthy and long life. Educating professionals about understanding the deeper meaning of the choices an individual makes will allow them to identify the areas at risk for making poor choices. Wow, 55% to 5%. That is really surprising. So, Joanne, how do you think that being educated in health sociology will improve the future outcomes and alleviate a wide range of health issues? Well, educating people in understanding the issues surrounding our health and what influence it is important in improving equality among socioeconomic groups. It was reported that those in lower socioeconomic groups are more inclined to smoke, eat takeaway, be obese and not attend cervical cancer screenings. Wow. It's important to understand why these choices are made to take the right step in improving these areas. By developing better policies and implementing interventions, we hope to improve this data and support those in areas that have a greater risk of having negative health outcomes. So why do you think lower socioeconomic groups are more inclined to smoke? Well, there are many reasons as to why these figures have been reported, but what we've found is that there is a social stigma around smoking that those from higher socioeconomic groups don't want to be associated around. Individuals from low socioeconomic backgrounds are also more likely to have a mental illness or disorder and therefore more likely to turn to addictions, such as smoking for stress relief. Wow, I understand. Thank you so much, Joanne, for your insight into health sociology and how it impacts health. This book will help educators make a strong impact on communities and improve health outcomes. It has truly been wonderful having you here today. Thank you. Thanks so much for having me. Oh, you're welcome. Come in. <laughs>